0: This episode is brought to you by Nutrafol. We're happy to have them on board making the show a possibility.
1: Welcome to If These <laughs> Ovaries Could Talk. I'm Jamie. I'm Robin. And we're your hosts. We sure If you
2: don't have to make
3: a family taking traditional If these
2: ovaries could talk, you would
0: say. How do I get the sperm through custom?
1: I am a lesbian. Okay. We need to tell our story. It's not your nuclear family anymore. It's not just your mom and dad thing. We're not ruining these little humans. It's not for the game, just <laughs> Hello. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Robin. Hi, guys. Oh, my gosh. How are you
0: doing, Jamie? I'm good.
1: Well, um, you know, um, we're in... <laughs> <laughs> all right, getting to our guests. We are still in our self-isolated Nobody's good, Jamie. <laughs> quarantines day. I have no idea. By the way, the only person who is good is Mary.
0: Mary was designed for indoor living. Really? She plays video games. She doesn't go outside. She's having the time of her life. I have never seen anything Listen, like it.
1: I don't have a problem. I actually like staying. And in- I'm one of those people, too. Like, I could spend all day. Inside. Anne has to go out at least a couple times a day. I got to do something. I don't have to. I have to, to. I do I something. Could, I, as long as I get extra exercise and I can do that in my house I don't need to go outside it's just oh, being God. cooped up with my kids it's killing me even just yeah. being with my kids 24 7 on day 2998,000. that's what's killing me and I love those little guys I really do but it's hard
0: it's just the never-endingness of it it's the, it's the it's, groundhog's day uh,
1: every day. Well, day let's
0: talk about let's talk about something positive right okay <laughs> A new lesbian movie came out this week on, on it's a documentary on Netflix called A Secret Love. I can't Love. wait to watch it. I know. So it's basically it's it's this couple whose relationship they, it's it's about their relationship starting from 1947 to present day. And they're like two ladies from the baseball league that was featured Maybe in a league their of
1: their own. own. The Peaches. I don't think it's the actual Rockford Peaches that they played for, but because I don't think that's a real team. Yeah, probably not. But I can't wait to see this. You knew. I mean, of course, some of them were lesbians. They had to be. I mean, come on now. 90% of them probably I mean, were. exactly. And that's so funny because, you know, when we talked to Rosie O'Donnell, which if you haven't listened to our episode with her yet, you got to go back and listen.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you didn't, I mean, come on. It's Rosie O'Donnell. Go back.
1: She talked about this and she talked about how when she does the, what is the um, the monologue she does?
0: It was like a coming out monologue. It was about like, I feel home here with these people. She finally felt home. Yeah. yeah,
1: And um, she did it one way, the first take. And then Penny Marshall, Robin, you have to do your your impression. Rosie, Rosie,
0: this is not.
1: A gay thing.
0: <laughs> By the way, that's my impression of Rosie doing an impression of Penny Marshall. You should listen Thank to the you. episode
1: because actually Rosie Thank does you. a really good impression. But I really she enjoy does. yours. I think you should do the whole episode, Robin, as Rosie doing Penny Marshall. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm definitely. Wait,
1: Helen, make a note of that. <laughs> Helen, Helen's our Helen's, are,
0: Helen's our fake producer. <laughs>
1: Hello. Make a note. I'm going to do characters yeah, the whole time. No, but so so Penny Marshall argued this isn't a gay thing, and Rosie was like, "It's totally gay." She's Are like, you kidding she's me? It's like it's coming out thing. She's like, "It's the whole this thing." A it's coming, a coming out thing. story. So just really well, interesting. I haven't
0: seen it yet. I tried to watch it last weekend, but I thought it was already out, but it wasn't out yet. No, yeah, yeah. So I can't wait. I
1: can't wait either. I'm really excited. Really excited <sighs> to see some gays from the old days.
0: Well, and before we get to our, our interview, we do have to say one thing. Yes. Our friends over, there's this organization called Tell Every Amazing Lady About Ovarian Cancer. And they wanted everyone to know that May 8th is World Ovarian Cancer Day. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And what I didn't know, they told us, is that there is no effective screening test for ovarian cancer. The pap smear does not test for ovarian cancer. I didn't know that. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I just kind of assumed like my downstairs was getting swabbed and everything was fine and I was being checked. No, yeah,
1: exactly. Now we have more things to worry about. That's good. But also as a fact to know, ovarian cancer is the leading cause of death from gynecologic, did I say that right? Gynecologic cancers in the United States. Yeah, you did. Good job, Jamie. And it's the fifth leading cause of cancer death among us women that's scary
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. some awareness
1: like this is we need some awareness around this how do we not know this well they so they said that risk factors are increasing
0: age family or personal history of ovarian breast endometrial or colon cancer uninterrupted ovulation presence of gene mutations especially the the brca1 or the brca2 or lynch those are like the cancer genes like you can be tested for Braca,
1: And if you have been affected by ovarian cancer in any way, we're sorry to hear that, but also please mm-hmm. visit www.telleveryamazinglady.org for more information about ovarian cancer resources and programs, as well as information about the upcoming TEAL walks for ovarian cancer.
0: Yeah. And obviously, Jamie, we need to do that immediately since neither of us had any idea about anything. No, now I'm now I'm afraid. That should be our tagline. <laughs> Two ladies who have no idea about anything. <laughs>
1: talking about everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, but yet talking as if they do.
1: No, no, we don't act like we know. <laughs> no, we don't. No.
0: That's the one thing that's good about us. We don't pretend I, like we know more. My
1: daughter is is like, you always say, I don't know.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I really don't. I really don't know. She, that's I, why. I'm not
1: afraid to just be like, I don't know. <laughs> Ask Alexa. Well, look it up. I, Ask, let's ask by the way, we Alexa. got a new router yesterday and
0: our Alexa's unhooked and Henry tried to use the timer like three times. today. So I was <laughs> like, we're going to have to do this old school. Like, you're going to have to write things down. You know, and it was like, to, I was like, I better fix I know, that shit. So funny. You're going to
1: have to use your phone for your timer. Old school. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> like, like it's 2017. <laughs> oh God)
1: Oh, Alexa has changed our uh, lives.
0: All right, folks. Yeah. All right. So don't forget about our Patreon community before we get into the interview. You can join us for all kinds of bonus content over there. We got some swag yeah. for joining. And we have
1: actually we've we started a new thing with Patreon. We have these new videos. We're videoing many of our episodes now and they are available on Patreon for a specific level. So go Correct over there. Yeah, if you want to see a, see our talking heads via Zoom. Nobody check wants it to out. see our talking heads. <laughs> they might. They might. Well, why right. don't we put it in there?
0: Let's talk Ryan and Josh. Ryan
1: and Josh. Oh, the boys. So little funny fact, Ryan is an old friend of mine. We both- Was it funny that you had friends? <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I haven't just spoken to him in a long time because he lives in LA now. But he, he and I did two show well, kind of two shows together. You'll hear about it. But we know each other from our performance days. He still performs. I don't. <laughs> but we're performing right now jamie yeah yeah yeah. this couple this sweet boy couple they they always do it better than us they always do things better than us they literally fed their baby during our interview and put her Mm -hmm. down for a nap in the middle of the interview and it was like smooth and flawless no problems
0: but you know what's good about this interview is it's like it's one of the like we don't always get adoption stories that are like smooth easy sailing and this is one of them so this is a good one it's a
1: really heartwarming one should we have helen roll, helen, the, roll the tape roll that interview helen roll the tape <laughs> bring them in
0: all right here we go helen bring them in
1: hello hi ryan and josh hi. hello hey guys and hello. you guys don't know at home But they have a baby on (laughs) their their laps. (laughs) Right now. Right now. (laughs) And it's the cutest baby with cheeks that I want to pinch. I can't even handle. (gasps) What a little. Oh, she's. What's
3: (laughs) her name?
2: Olivia. Olivia. This is Olivia. And she's 11 months old as of Friday. And can you say. Two days ago.
3: Can you say ba-ba-ba? You say ba ba ba? She just oh, smiles. She she got shy <laughs> performance smile? anxiety. Already oh my goodness. Shy. Well, oh my we won't God. put her on the
1: spot anymore. But thank you guys so much for joining us.
3: Yeah. I know it is Zoom.
1: Coronavirus
0: time. You have two kids <laughs> under the age of three. I don't know how you're and doing. You're this. still you're like, sure, I can
1: do a podcast on
0: <laughs> Sunday. No, Why big not? Why not? no big deal. Why not? Pass
1: over. No big deal. <laughs> I'm coming at you under my dome. I made a fort, so we <laughs> all right try to have good sound. sound quality in case you're wonder- wondering what the hell I'm sitting on. I had a
3: feeling that's what I it just was. I assumed it was a play fort left over, and you just thought to snuggle underneath it.
1: <laughs> Dude, I'm not going to let my kids see this fort because if they see this, this is all over. It's yeah, all done. want it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It's true. And every time I'm recording, they'll try to come in and play in the fort. Yeah. Yes, that's yes. true. They we can't will. Have that. We can't They're have never seeing this. No. So hi guys. Welcome right. to our podcast. Thank you for coming. And yes, we are gonna start you. where we always start, which is giving us
0: your 30-second elevator pitch about your family. Okay. Like, don't worry guys. Who's going Josh? We're not gonna or? cut you
1: off abruptly if you don't make it. Just you do okay. you. On your mark, get set. Go.
3: Okay. I'm Josh. I'm a writer. And I'm Ryan and I'm an actor. And a couple years ago, we moved from New York to Los Angeles so that uh, we could continue pursuing our careers, but also so that we could start a family. Uh, we felt that it would be uh, less of a challenge, perhaps, uh, with some more stability in Los Angeles. And that has luckily been the case. And in the past two years, we've adopted two girls. Amazing.
1: You did it. You did it. <laughs> you, did it. You, you
3: did it. It, did it was it. more about us than our children.
2: That Nothing was more worse, about us and
3: our children, that's, that's right. but that's
0: what this is, guys. Okay. This whole podcast to hear about your children.
3: That's, that's true. true, and how we came to these lovely girls. These oh years, my how We all goodness. our souls found each other. Yes, no, uh, Ryan and
2: Jamie, you
1: guys know one another. Yes. yes. So Ryan and I, and I, right? Ryan, what did we do together? <laughs>
2: Well, we, we first met crossing over on Disney Cruise Line. Oh, so we yes. were in two separate casts. So my cast replaced the cast that Jamie was on. Yes. On, oh. di- on the Disney Magic. On the Disney
1: Magic. Yep. Mm-hmm. And
2: then several years later, we um, did like this. Reading? It was like a staged yeah. reading. So there were more that- than just like, show up, here's your script, and read this. Yeah, we, we, were, we were one.
1: rehearsed. But d- yeah. is that the one I did, I played a scientist in? Is that what I was? Or I was like a.
2: You were a scientist. I can't, I, I can't even remember what it was about. <laughs> I know. Thanks, Robin. I
1: can't. can't. While well, this is going on something the baby together. is yes.
0: Literally eating Ryan's <laughs> headphones. Like literally eating Ryan's she's, headphones.
1: Oh, Lydia, going really oh my well. Gosh, she's so, she's so beautiful. She's so beautiful. I cannot handle her face. I cannot handle that face. <laughs> Oh my goodness, she what? loves me, she loves me. No,
3: and our first baby is behind us on the on the bed, our which dog. is our oh doggy Wally.
1: You have a dog, to, so you had a dog first, me too. Yeah, Why do we did. do that? Oh my God, but oh, your dog seems like sweet.
3: He's very he's sweet. He's very sweet and he gives them kisses and he loves his little sister oh, very sense. much.
1: <laughs> so let's, let's go into this. So yeah. sure. you guys were living your lives in New York. Yes. You're on your way to fame. You know, you're that's doing that's your thing. Right. You're going to live forever. forever. How long were you guys? How long have you guys been together?
3: Okay. Almost, Almost 17, 17 years.
1: <gasps> that's a long we were, He was 25. I was 25 and
3: you were 23. And And even early on, we both knew that we loved kids. Like uh-huh. I worked with kids when I was in high school. Ryan was a Manny before people What's, knew what that word was, even. So uh-huh. we, love it. we truly knew that we always wanted to have kids. And we always knew also that we would adopt. We weren't for ourselves. Oh, hey, baby. We weren't <laughs> interested in doing surrogacy. And right. also Ryan's oldest sister adopted. is adopted. And so we just knew that that was going to be something we would uh, look into, pursue. tackle, pursue, pursue. Yeah. at some point in our lives.
1: Can you delve into it? Like, why wasn't surrogacy? I mean, I I see you have a personal tie to adoption, so that's a big reason, I'm sure, for why you went that route. But why not surrogacy? Because a lot of uh, gay male couples go the surrogacy route. They do.
2: Um, I I think part of it was financial. Money. Yeah. That was Part of it. I mean, not that. big? So what we did do was domestic, private infant adoption. So that's not nothing either, but as right. far as we were told could run anywhere from 100 to $200,000.
0: Yes, yeah. That
3: is and... very accurate. And we knew that, you know, domestic adoption could run between 25 to 55. And so which that is still a which is still just, a little bit
0: funny. You're like 25 to 50 grand, no big deal.
3: Yeah. <laughs> no um, big deal. <laughs> and so that was a major, major consideration. But I don't think either of us oh, now she's going after the lamb. <laughs> This is, you know, I don't know how else to say it, except that it was like, okay, well then that's how we'll have a family. You know, like we weren't, we weren't so tied to needing to be biologically related right. to mm-hmm. whoever our child would be that came to us yeah. that it was just like, okay, you know, to put it aside wasn't a, wasn't a big sacrifice or, mm-hmm. or I don't know how else or to say a it. Consolation uh, yeah, or like, whatever. Oh, well, it was. maybe we'll do this instead. Because- right. right.
1: It, biology it just, just didn't matter.
3: No. It didn't matter to us. Not to us. Yeah, not to us.
1: And I'm sure that's a lot in part due to the fact that, Ryan, you have an adopted sister and yes. you know that it doesn't matter. Right. No. Did you have concerns about, like, you know, because the one thing
0: about surrogacy versus adoption is there's a little bit more, and it may be not real but perceived control over the time frame. You know, like, so were you concerned that for adoption, I mean, there's war stories about adoption taking two, three, four, five years.
3: Yes. 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 I don't think we were. That never really came up. It never really came up. But what did start to become a reason behind moving in the way that we did was like our age. Yeah. So, in other words, we started to go, oh, you know what? We should really kind of start moving on this just because of the math of it all. It was like we want to be a certain age when our. Children are old enough that we can still enjoy their life with them. And so that became a part of, okay, we should, we really need to start looking into this. And I do think at one point, I don't know if I ever said out loud, I think I might have, I would love to have kids by the time I was 40 40. Mm -hmm. and Ryan was 42.
0: How old were you when you started talking about it?
3: Well,
2: we started, so actually when we were still in New York, so seven years now, we just decided we would go to. I think it was, it was called, the gay and lesbian uh, center the gay and lesbian center in, in York. New York. They have pathways to pathways to parenthood. Parent. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we decided we would go to that and just, just kind of get a little lay of the land. And and I remember the first time we were there and we were going around the room and people, you know, were telling their stories and stuff. And we're like, well, we're looking at, it at adopting like five years. So <laughs> uh, and everyone's like, I'm tr- I've been trying to have kids for five years or however long you know like our story was just so different but the one thing that I really remember was the woman who ran it always started every meeting and we had gone to two she just said if you want to be parents you will be that's it it's going to happen you'll
1: make it happen Mm
2: -hmm. no matter what path it is how long it takes what you have to do to get there it will happen for you Mm -hmm. and I thought that was really comforting there were people there who are already parents Mm -hmm. Who talked about it just showed up out of the kindness of their hearts, I think, for community. And the second time we went, they had someone from Help Us Adopt. Yeah, and
3: I, I remember but our you could attorney apply for here. grants. Yeah. and I remember that was something interesting that we hadn't heard about before. Yeah, I don't the, yeah. Think you, anyone's can. ever
0: talked about the fact that there's grants for adoption? Yeah. I mean, we know about the tax credit,
1: but I don't. I never heard anyone say there was grants. We'd heard yeah. we've heard of surrogacy grants and help for surrogacy, but no, we've never heard about it's adoption a, help. Yeah
3: yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a resource. It's oh, so a resource <laughs> for people.
1: <That's> so nice <laughs> of you. It's so nice. It's a nice guy. Yeah,
3: even if we don't know all the details since it's been a while, it should probably be a, a good resource. Hopefully, for some folks who might be. Well, it's a good
0: reminder to people that they need to look into that before they get things moving. So, that's a great note for our listeners.
3: There were two very stressful points of The adoption, the book that you make, yeah. And the we'll, book that you make, we'll get uh, to that because
2: that, that was very important for us. And we
1: owe oh, the um book for your that book you sent to
2: birth mothers, yeah, yeah. for yeah. them to
1: choose you. Yes. Yeah, we've yeah. heard a lot about these books, and that sounds like a whole
3: it's a yes. whole thing. That other one
2: was the home study, the like you know, easy
3: peasy, peasy at least
2: for, us. for us we have heard that people have a hard time answering evasive questions. Right. I or, just, didn't even, or
3: even just answering questions, questions about themselves. themselves. Mm-hmm. Even I, didn't even, I didn't
2: think it was evasive. We were at a class for our home study <laughs> about transracial adoption and the woman doing the class was like, how are you with the, all these evasive questions they ask? I'm like, huh, oh.
3: Yeah. Or,
0: You're like, I we're I gay. People ask us invasive questions 24-7. Okay. I know. Yes.
3: yes. Oh. Well, and we're, I feel like as, as writers, as as artists, as as artists actors, I mean, actor. as writer, yeah. you're it's like, just to open. That's what you yeah. do is like yeah. everything.
0: You're, you're like, kind of, please ah. ask me more questions about myself. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You're
3: Send always me. having to say, why are you working on this? Why do you want to do this? What are you writing this yeah. about? Yeah. So, well,
1: What scary. emotions did you go yeah. through when exactly. creating this work? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
3: so it was very, it truly was yeah. very easy for us to have a stranger in our home asking yeah. us questions about our lives. Right as is this like, right I,
0: now. I, i'm so glad you asked me that question thank
2: you <laughs> I, yeah i told the social worker they do two separate interviews separately and then together mm-hmm. and and i went first separate and i said get your pencil ready because i'm an open
3: book yeah and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was, it was a free therapy session not free though we paid for that ready. Yeah. Are you ready yeah, to go down? are you ready to go late? down?
0: Hey Jamie. Hey. You know, women don't often talk about thinning hair, but nearly okay. half of all women experience it by as early as age forty. Okay. If you're one of them, Jamie, you know it can feel scary and stressful, which only adds to the problem. Are you trying to? Are you trying to tell me something, Robin? No, 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 no. I okay. I just wanted you to tell you about Nutrafol. Mm-hmm. You really shouldn't wait, Jamie, to start addressing early stages of thinning hair. Nutrafol is clinically shown to improve hair growth and thickness in three to six months. Um, And you'll also be happy to know that Nutrafol is formulated with potent botanicals to help you grow your hair as strong as you are, Jamie. And it's physician-formulated to be 100% drug-free.
1: I actually thought my hair looked good Look, I know what
0: you're thinking, Jamie. You don't want to put a bunch of chemicals in your body. Nutrafol is physician-formulated to be 100% drug-free. They use naturally clinically effective botanicals for better hair growth through whole body health. On top of thicker, stronger hair, Jamie, without lasers or chemicals, Nutrafol's ingredients may also help you, Jamie, get a handle on better sleep, stress, skin, nails, and libido, which I know you need help with, too. Wow. All you have to do, Jamie... Because I know your time is limited with these little ones, is visit nutrafol.com and take their hair wellness quiz for customized product recommendations that put the power to grow thicker, stronger hair back into your hands, Jamie.
1: Robin, I really feel like you're trying to tell me something. I mean, I, I know I experienced a, a bit of hair loss after pregnancy, but I thought it had all grown back.
0: Jamie, so- <laughs> I just want you to keep your options open here. Okay. When you subscribe, Jamie, you'll receive monthly deliveries so you never miss a dose. Shipping is free and you can pause or cancel at any time.
1: Okay. All right. You know what? I'm thinking you should do this too, Robin. And actually (laughs) for all of those out there who are experiencing hair loss or hair thinning, this is a good product for us. Yeah. In all seriousness. Guys, you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and using promo code OCT to get 20% off. This is their best offer available anywhere.
0: Plus, free shipping on every order. Get 20% off com promo code OCT.
1: Their best offer anywhere. 20% off, guys, at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code O-C-T.
0: Yes, it's their best offer anywhere. 20% off at com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code O-C-T. For hair as strong as you are, Jamie.
1: <laughs> wow. You guys, you went through an agency, or?
3: Yes. Once we moved to L.A. and kind of got, like, careers established, at least, mm-hmm. that's when we started to kind of kick up into gear the adoption process again because we had started in new york to get just some details to start to hear what it would be like and then i actually then went into grad school Mm -hmm. that's when ryan went on to the disney cruise Mm -hmm. um and he actually did two cruise contracts the second one very specifically right before he moved here was very specifically to save money for the adoption yep and then when we started up with the process i had worked on a tv show and made a friend she told us that there was a, a straight couple who she knew and they had just adopted and that she would put us in touch with them and so actually we did meet with them yeah. and they had told us about the attorney that we ended up working with his name is david radis and he was actually somebody who i had already bookmarked when i did like my search for gay <laughs> adoption lawyer california he's been doing it for decades and decades even specifically working with gays and lesbians, even back in the day when it was tough and people had to come across state lines and all they that kind like of stuff. smuggle babies in the middle of the night. There um, was no like smuggling of the-, <laughs> the baby. <laughs> Let we us not put image. out. Yeah, let us not put out. <laughs> not misinformation, time. But it was just It
0: was Just what the gays yeah. need is a byline that we're stealing babies. Right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe i that part uh, out. But
3: that was the '80s. So it was funny.
0: That was 80s. funny. That was funny. HIV and stealing babies. The '80s for
3: the. LGBT right, LGBT that community. was the '80s for the <laughs> for the gays and lesbians. Um, huh. And so we set up an appointment with him. It's a full three hours. And we said, can we tape this? And he said, sure. And he laid it all out. He We've heard out about everything. this from lawyers. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh-huh.
3: And I mean, like things. The drugs like... that you would want to test know for. about, that you want to test for. You don't have to worry about weed. You don't have to worry about cocaine. You have to be worried about this and that and that. And here's a number you can call. You can ask them questions about, hey, What would this drug do to the fetus? What would this what? drug do to the fetus? Like
1: saying the birth mother might be addicted to, let's say, meth. Oh, and yeah. you can call this number and say, yeah. what can this do to the unborn baby?
3: Yes. He um, also birth told- father
2: termination, which is really birth complicated. father termination.
3: Yep. And there's two types. There's presumed father and- the other assumed guy. <laughs> no, I don't, remember. I don't know, but there's so
0: the I'm not so sure. Father, yeah,
3: yeah, there's like one where the father is in the picture, there's one where there's it's unknown, mm-hmm. but they both mm-hmm. have to be terminated there was so much information but all really good information and Mm -hmm. so and i I just
1: want to stop you there because we've talked to some men who went through the adoption process and that information from the lawyer scared them so much that they were afraid to go that route but you guys were not deterred by that it you you appreciate the information
3: yes oh yeah for sure Uh it was like okay good it was like more information more information i'm somebody who likes More information because the more information I have, I then feel like I'm prepared to make the best decision. uh Details.
2: I mean, like, details. Like, he has this whole thing about when you meet the birth, yeah, you go to hug them. If they step back from you, she's protecting the fetus and it's not a match. If you hug her and she doesn't hug you back,
3: that's fine. That's okay. She's just. Apprehensive. Yes,
0: she's also just like, "Don't touch me." Right,
3: and if you hug her and she hugs you back, that's a really good sign. Right. Oh, wow, interesting. um, I mean, he's been doing it for for so so long. long. He he, not only like knows, of course, all the legal business backwards and forwards, but he knows people's behavior. And one of the things he said was that if she doesn't, I think this is right. It feels weird to kind of put it out there, but the like. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if she doesn't cry at some point oh, yeah. during oh. the meeting, then that's a bit of a red flag for him because it means that she's not necessarily processing all the emotions that go along with needing to go through mm. the yeah, placing the really child maybe, for
2: adoption. Yeah, she's not really like 100% certain.
3: Wow. Because there is a loss.
2: So uh, he yeah, said it it's had a, to be either with him. So you also right. take with them to your social or worker. Or with the social worker. Or to the,
3: to the doctor. To do- you take them to a doctor. And it's not mm. that he was trying to make anybody cry. No. But just he, the fact that they are processing the emotions of how difficult this decision is and what it means is a positive sign that this will be something that this birth mom will be able to continue going through with. In the he's
1: home. really sussed out every single situation that could possibly happen.
0: So is he the guy who found the baby for you?
3: He is. So, but we did decide just for us, it was important that we kind of have as many essentially allies as possible. As many people around us who knew how this goes, right? Who could also point out any red flags because I think our biggest concern throughout the process was still even the financial aspect of it you know, as all adoptions are, it can change up until the very last minute. And that is the mother's right. And they should always maintain that right, you know, but the idea that it could change and then we would be out the money that we had spent. It was a really scary proposition to think, would we even be able to do this again? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like because of the money that we would have lost. It's just a fact of how it goes.
2: So we used our agency, not just for the The home home study, study. but-
3: For our own purposes as well. So we could talk to them whenever we wanted. Mm -hmm. They could talk to the birth mother for us. And it was the social worker who we were paired with at the agency, which is Vista Del Mar in Culver City. And they've been around for like 100 plus years. And they do all types of family services. Yes. Um, But adoption. Yeah.
2: They do uh, international adoption. Did they help find
0: the birth mother or no? They were just support services.
3: They can. I don't, they can. I guess
0: the part I'm not understanding is where did the lawyer find the birth mom?
3: OK, so Good. well, so we used both of them just to put it out there. So we ended up going with adoption attorney and with an agency to help us find matches. Mm-hmm. And we also did all of the classes that we took, the Pathways to Parenthood, the transracial adoption class. We did all that through VISA Del Mar. And they were the ones who did our home study as well. So okay. they had made a match for us at one point. They did. We were like they in a said, potential match. We right? were in a potential match, but because of that birth mom situation, yeah. we decided it wasn't for us, so we wouldn't be able to, yeah. you know, continue with it. That's so a it tough like
1: decision a, to make, yeah. though. Yeah, wow. it
2: was. We, would, we got situations from both the agency and the lawyer, and it was up to us when when we would be presented with the birth mother's situation whether or not we wanted to pursue
3: it. But we did get um, kind of a sheet of information about yes. her and then and another sheet. Too. And then another sheet that had basically the expenses, the the breakdown of what the fees would be. And, and one a, of the things that with some of the first ones that we received that we weren't aware of as far as costs was some of the ones that came to us had an additional agency fee on top of it. So it was like the fee oh. for the agency that the birth mom had contacted. So we were then paying an attorney, our agency, and then another agency And then her agency too? Yeah. That's like a
0: a broker, another broker, and then the city.
3: Right, and 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 I mean, it makes sense because those people who are doing that work, that is their job, that is how they get paid. But it was like, for us, this far exceeds what we are able to afford, so we're not able to do those. And so in the two, One case he called us about and that just didn't end up going far, but we did speak with that young woman And then with the birth one that we did end up being matched with they both came directly to him And so because they came directly to him there was no additional fee He called us on each of those occasions to say hey I have somebody who I think you need to speak with here's the information and then we called and spoke with both of them and obviously ended up being matched. So It's so, it, so
0: complicated. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and what's the time frame in all I was this? just going
3: to say the timeline is. So we I, we met with him in October, and then in January.
0: Ryan's take like, it away, I
3: got, Josh. I got it. Buck, I got it, yeah, no, just, oh. So it was in February that we kind of kicked things off. We were like, yes, David, we'd like to work with you. And yes, Vista, we would like to work with you. Like, There's your retainer. And that was 2017 is when we kind of got the ball rolling. Yeah.
0: And then how quickly to the, you're being placed with your birth mother.
3: Uh, It it was July. July.
1: Oh, okay.
3: Even just to back it up a second, we had gotten the one from the agency that we decided that wasn't for us. Mm -hmm. And then we found out about the one birth mom from, was it David first? Which birth mom? Well, it was the same the week. There were two at the same week. That's what was nuts, which I think is oh. just an interesting at least. Oh yeah, it happened all
2: like at story
3: once. Story to tell is that I think David maybe let's say David called us on Tuesday yeah. about their birth mom, about yeah. the birth mom that we ended up working with, and then the agency called us about another birth mom. Right. And who was in Ohio, and so we were in the this in interesting yeah. situation where for a little while, we... Is it like dating? You can go out with both of them? and That's what the social worker said, because we were really wow. torn because both of these women had yeah. seen our book and wanted to then speak with us. Right. And so we felt that we had to speak with both of them.
2: But she never saw our, our book. We sent it to her after we spoke to her. We asked her if she wanted our book. She didn't choose us because she
3: saw our book. Who?
2: Our birth, our mom. birth mom.
3: You're right. Yeah. You're right. That's true. We spoke with her and then we said, Would you like us to send you our book? And she said, Yes. Yes. Wow. That's true. And then. So David, I think, spoke with
2: her about us. Yeah, I us. think he told her about us. And then we had a conversation with her.
3: And we got off the phone and we were like, She's great. great. Huh. Oh, Feels right. Like, she's great. Like, oh. we loved her. We loved yeah. her energy. She was there funny. was a connection. Yeah. There, there was really connection. was. Easy. It was maybe a 10, ten minute, minute conversation. Not a very long one. But she was very open and honest and yeah. and we were laughing with her and it was, there was truthfully in that moment something that was like this there's something here and we yeah. and we like her
2: and a lot. I just remember also during that time like we said okay can we we send you the our book and she said yes and She gave us her address and we sent the book and we were texting with her and she said, I'm making my decision this weekend or something. You guys make me feel really feel feel a lot better 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 about about it. it
3: There was, I mean, there was a, there was a, there was some kind of connection there. Like from the get go. There
0: has
1: to be, right? There
3: has yeah. to be. So,
0: you're because you right? yeah. over
1: to someone. Yeah, because you also had conversations with other women and you didn't yeah. feel that connection. Yes. And then you just had this random conversation. It was like, yeah, yeah. there's something here. It's just
3: yeah. thinking
1: about that. How far along was she at that point?
0: She was three, three months, months, which three is pretty early. early. At least, um, Some
3: attorneys will not place until the third trimester. The, the third trimester. Mm-hmm. But David, I think one of his things or philosophies is that he will place early because then you get to create a bond together. We wanted that. One of the things that we knew that why we were open to an open adoption was because we wanted whoever this was going to be to be somebody who we would want to have in our lives in the future. You know, like in some capacity, in some capacity, whatever they wanted that to be, we were going to want that. So you know, that just kind of connection was important. And, you know, their birth mom is somebody who we do, you know, still have in our lives. And it's almost
0: like you had a surrogacy path with her though, because you are with her so, like, it's almost early. like you were with her doing, like, that seems rare in the yes. adoption world. And that's so interesting.
2: I wanted to say something prior, just in terms of talking to a birth mother, because that is very nerve wracking. Both our agency and Dave, David, the attorney, gave us the same guidelines about how, how to have a conversation with, with a stranger who you're
0: asking to, to take know about <laughs>
2: to yeah raise their child and, yeah. right. and be the parents of their child. And that was very, it was it kind always, of scary. Yeah, it made us very, very nervous. nervous.
3: I remember specifically David did, but I'm sure the agency did too. He kind of laid out how the conversation should, should go. go. Like, like it was a very clear. It was like... Vista had this a, had a printout, that I think. Okay. Also and we just note. kind of followed that thing. And, like, yeah. it was always, like, you end with, you know, would you like a senior send You know, like, it was huh. very clear. Don't like
2: don't ask specific questions. Yeah, there are
3: questions you don't bring up. You don't ask questions. Kind of let them lead the conversation. Yeah, oh, yeah. but it was, it was pretty specific. So like, you don't
0: ask questions like, why don't you want this baby?
3: Right. <laughs> right. Like, stay
0: away from things like that.
3: Okay. I almost okay. think we didn't even... It's probably, like, one of them is, like, you don't bring up the baby. Like, you talk about Yeah, you You talk about yourself. You ask what they like to do. It's too emotional. Yeah. What kind of music do you like? Yeah, we talked about music and all that kind of stuff. Yeah.
0: That's so hard because it's, like, you're talking around what's really happening. You know what I mean? It's like an elephant in the room,
3: in a way. The thing is, I feel like she always brought it up. You know, like, again, it was nice that she was so honest and communicative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. about her feelings i mean throughout the whole process up until the night before or even, you know even the day the, before yeah she in was in the hospital in the hospital the she day, was, yeah, yeah yeah telling you know we were very lucky <laughs> we were very 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 lucky one of the first things she said when we met her you know we said we're open and she said i would just like to know that that the baby is happy and healthy and taken care of and that I was a good friend in your life.
0: Oh, that's perfect. And then we
3: went into Applebee's in the bathroom and cried. I think that's it. I think this is it. Like, This is it. This This is is, it. That's her. This This is is her. By December, had a healthy, happy baby and had by then a beautiful relationship with our birth mom. She would text us. And every time she texted us, we would always write back.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, you know, it's, it had to be hard for her, of it course. It had to be yeah. hard. Yeah.
3: And it was, so then it did start to become, she would ask for pictures, which we were always happy to share. And it was kind of like we heard from her once a month. Mm-hmm. And then it I'm just kind of dropped out after May. Did you
0: proactively yeah. reach out to her or were you just we waiting for did. her? never did. And that was made
2: something the decision that, I, that yeah that we would let her be in the driver's right. seat for answer. Right,
3: right. Difference. And there were At some times that you sure. did want to reach I out. Want to, and like, I always said, no, yeah. like, it always yeah. has to be on her terms. Did
0: you have a conversation with her about that? Like, did you guys know what the boundaries were? Or you just kind of were going we with your own? We didn't
3: do anything really specific. But when she would write us, like, she'll say, hey, guys, you know, hope you're well, would love to see pictures of the girls. And we say, absolutely, anytime, whenever, we're happy, want. whenever you want, we're happy to share them.
0: Yeah, because you it's don't want to send it, like, what if she's not no. in place to take, receive it, right? Yeah, exactly. That's a, that's a really Never
3: wanted to yeah. impose that. So after about six months, she... We just we start, start we hearing stopped from get, her. hearing
2: from her. And we're like, oh, maybe, she's maybe she's going through something or she's, it's too painful. Or, or move, move, past her, move past it past and it. she's
3: okay and yeah. she mm-hmm. just doesn't need to see them. And then out of the blue, we got... And this was two months before we were going to finalize Helena's adoption. So it takes Thanks. California. In yeah. California it can take a while. Some places it's like three weeks and you can be finalized. Mm-hmm. In California, at least in our experience, it's literally like to the day of their birth. Wow. But so we get a call from the attorney and I'm like, oh no, why is he calling? Why is he calling? You know, like is there something wrong? And he calls to say that she's pregnant again and she's looking to place and wants to know if we're interested. And I was like Wait, wait, wait. And now six months in or seven months in, we had started talking about wanting a sibling for Helena because, you know, the The
0: universe heard you.
3: (laughs) Yes. Like loud and clear. And, you know, (laughs) we are close with our siblings and we wanted her to have the same experience. And there was in front of us and we didn't truly say yes right away because we were like, we are barely just through a year with Helena. Like, how soon could we do this whole process again? You know, like Mm -hmm. we had just finished our post-placement. You do post-placement for six months. For six months after the baby is placed with you. So to start the whole process again and kind of be back in that that space was a real kind of question. But really what it came down to was we knew we wanted to have another and we care a lot for their birth mom. And,
2: We had done this together once We had already. done it together yeah. once.
3: And she said she wants everything done exactly the same way. Same social worker, same lawyer, same hospital, oh same God. doctor. Like, she had done it once. She knew she could do it again. You yeah. know, she yeah. knew what was going to be in front of her, and she knew that it would be all right. And she knew us. Yeah. And yeah
1: yeah and, it and keeps they would the be, sisters be together, together. Yeah. yeah, they
3: would be together, and one of the things that I think can be something that is scary about the process, there is a lot of trust that goes involved with adoption because you are not there, you are of course are the the mother is their own free will person mm-hmm. and and they are allowed to do whatever of course they please. but we were just very lucky, even the nurses in the hospital said, "You guys are so lucky to be adopting a baby." We didn't have to run any drug screens, any alcohol screens. No, they ran oh, them. Oh, they ran them, but they were clear. Sorry. Yeah. Right. That's what it was. <laughs> but that's what they were saying. We don't
0: have to. We can just tell she's a nice person. No, but
3: that's, <laughs> that's what they were saying. Yeah. We did have a bit of like a surrogacy type relationship. Because even with Helena, her plan was to have us in the room. Yeah. Um, um, and because um, of where she's located, it was an it was a couple hours drive for us. And so that was essentially a possibility. You know, we said, look, whenever you tell us this is happening, we will get in a car and we will go. Mm -hmm. Um, And so although we weren't able to be in the room for Helena's birth, we actually did get to be in the room for Olivia's birth oh. and we were like holding her hands and oh. breathing with her. And I cut the cord. the cord. Oh my god We saw Olivia being born. I mean, it's we, seriously
0: like you had a surrogacy adoption experience. I can't get over it.
3: No, we are truly, we were yeah. so blessed and lucky with yeah. the way it has happened yeah. for us. Oh, like I love it just, it. and there were, there obstacles. were obstacles. Yeah, there were obstacles. There
2: was our initial plan was to yes. re- bring her here.
3: Yeah.
2: A month prior to her due date. I think that's what it is. Yeah. And it was around the holidays and, and
3: yeah, it was going to be,
2: she was going to have to be away from her for family him. for Thanksgiving. And so we're like, well, what if we to... we drive
3: you here? We were looking at hiring a midwife to be in the car. That... So we were literally looking at the map, like Google Maps, looking <laughs> at the two points and then typing in, like, search for hospitals. Hospitals like, on
2: the way. Oh, Yeah. Was, and then what ended up being decided was that
3: she, she would stay where she was. She, she was would. like, she wanna I don't want to come. And we yeah. were, like, relieved. In a way, yes. In a way, I mean, I would say we were. I was, I was relieved. because so I was like, well, the only great, because now there's one plan, yes. not yeah. two, plans two plans, and not a plan that involves that all these true. crazy yes. like possibilities. Yes. Once it was
2: decided that that's what we were going to do and we already had yes. kind of an idea of what that plan B, the stay-at-home plan was, yes, it was a relief. The anxiety around that, though, so David, uh, our attorney, says if if you have the birth mother in here with you the away percent, from where
3: they are away from
2: where they are the percentage of them changing their mind drops to like two or three percent
3: whereas if they have the child where they live oh, and they might be able to with the support system yeah and might be influenced in a different way mm-hmm. it's like a six to eight percent chance, chance that they might change their mind right. you know statistics matter obviously yeah. yeah we know that but in this case it didn't matter.
2: Every situation, just like every child, is unique and develops at their own way. Every birth mom, every birth mom situation, every situation with the adopted parents is unique and different. And there's, it's just going to not be exactly how yeah. they say yeah. it yeah. could be.
1: Well, that's every pregnancy first lesson in, in parenting, parenting. Yeah. Yeah. right Absolutely. there, yeah. right yeah. And, and it really was.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and yeah. that was a giant. That was like yeah. one of the biggest herb of Where I remember at some point we were saying why didn't anybody like tell us this? Why didn't anybody tell us that if, <laughs> Cause you that if it's out of state, that it's this and then it's yeah. that. And it, you just can't. You know what I love about
0: this story though, is that it's, we hear so many, I wouldn't say horror, but hardship For Stories horror. are an And this is, you're like, it, it
1: isn't always that. And such a feel good yeah. story. And we need that right now. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do.
3: <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and like Ryan said, there were hiccups. Yeah. I think
1: it's also just a testament to you guys. You both seem like really positive, yes, loving individuals. Like, I want you to be my dad's. <laughs> but, you know, I know. I'd be happy with that.
2: We have heard that before. We have heard that before. Actually, the social worker at the hospital oh, after Helena it? was born, she was like, I want you to be my parents. <laughs> like, I think oh, that's great. But we have been doing sweet. this Thank for you. two and a
0: half years now, which is hard to believe. We have now done like almost 80 interviews and never, never has anyone sat down with a baby, like a young baby. (laughs) I said (laughs) them. And then in the middle of it, like when you were like, "Oh, well, we're probably going to go put her to sleep," and I was just like, "I was like, how's that going to happen? What?" We were like, "Do they have like a nanny that's sleeping there?" And you two are just like, "There's a dog sleeping behind you." I, yes. I'm showing us no. the sleeping baby
1: in the monitor. You're, you're showing
0: sleeping. like you're, you're not panicked. The, nobody's crying. Like you put a baby down in the middle of this interview and kept talking. <laughs> like it's that, like I I am and, I, I am not saying speechless. this
3: is unique to us, but I once took. This is gonna sound weird. I once took Helena to therapy with me when she was really (laughs) little, and because I my therapist is really great, he's really lovely, and I was like, yeah, she'll come with me. I forget we might have been running errands. She was just with me for some reason, so I had to bring her. He was like, yeah, bring her, of course. So she like sat and like played with toys, and I think in the next time I saw him, he said something like, it was the most natural thing watching. And I say it only because you mentioned like, but he was like, you had a we had a whole session, and you took care of that baby the entire time. Like it was just second nature. Like it was so. Your child was
0: eating your headphones and knocking lamps over and you did not even. You guys flinch. were like, yeah, guys well, well, anyway, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Amazing. Does,
2: I, I don't know. It just, I, I mean, I've taken her to a couple of things too. I had a wig fitting for a show. She just, <laughs> of course. I was like, can. is it okay if I bring her? And they're like, I, I guess. And I'm like, she'll just sit in the stroller. How long is this going to take? And they're like, I don't know, like at 20 minutes, I'm like, okay, I'll just give her some snacks.
0: This is a really like nature nurture. Were these babies both so chill, or are you two just so chill, or is it all of the above?
3: I don't know. I have a, Helena I like was absolutely chill. There's no question. I mean, we will look over and be like, where's Helena? And she's sitting <laughs> at a chair and she has a pile of books. And she just and chill loves out to her read. Books.
2: Little sister Olivia is she like, she'll throw chew on, on it them.
3: and throw it. Like, yeah. Yeah. But well. they. Are like very happy. They play together. They play together. We dance constantly. Helena says very sweet things. Like she'll say to the baby, she'll say, You're so cute, baby. (laughs) (laughs) You're so cute. And now we take our walks. And when we take our walks, she'll say, Oh, look at the mountains. They're They're gorgeous. (laughs) So, like, and she said to Wally the dog the other day, I thought I was about to cry. We were like doing nighttime routine and wally was sitting there with us and she said let's pet wally i said okay so she was just petting wally and she said you'll always be here wally and, we're like, and i was like oh oh my god <laughs> break my oh, heart you'll please. always be here wally and, our hearts, he and i was like yeah you'll us. always be here wally that's true. <laughs> always jo- i
2: also have to say josh has never had a pet before
3: i've never had a pet oh, it, but your i your have favorite. always wanted a dog yeah, my entire life I'm still dog something. crazy and i think like the way we treated and behaved with Wally it's just being parents nothing yes. else in my life feels more natural right. than mm. being a parent, a parent. Mm. whether it's to Wally the dog or our two beautiful girls like it is just it's, it's it's not the thing i even have to think about yeah. you know like and again, it's something we knew all those years ago. We both wanted, which yeah. is why I, you know, I'm sure we stayed together and wanted to get married and be together all the time. And yeah. we've wanted the same thing. And this is kind of the major thing that we both wanted. And right. it is still bizarre to me that we actually have it. Right.
0: By the way, that doesn't change. My kids
1: are ten and eleven, and Mary and I are like, "Can you believe we have
0: kids?" I'm like, is that so weird?
1: I. This has been just Thank such you. a wonderful, wonderful story. What a Amazing. great conversation! Thank you, Thank you so much. Thanks for, yes. having, thanks us. Thanks for yes. having us. Thank you so much for sharing. You guys are awesome. You can mm-hmm. be my dads.
0: Yeah.
3: Thank you. If <laughs> you not. want, no, why not? Too.
0: And if if you end up with a third child, please send us an addendum to your story so we can put it on the air. Okay. Great.
3: <laughs> I yeah sure, sure. Okay.
0: that would probably be real, that but. Problem, yeah no <laughs> thank you
3: guys
1: thank you thank so you. much thank you thank you oh oh those guys they're such good daddies they really are oh. I mean just amazing that baby was so cute I mean, really I know up. Oh, I my know. God. Um, you yeah, uh, what a nice feel good story in the middle of some dark days.
0: Yes, we needed that. We definitely needed that. <laughs> All right. Let's everybody remember, we got a book coming out on <laughs> September 22nd called If These Ovaries Could Talk, The Things We Learned About Making an LGBTQ Family. Mm-hmm. And oh, September 22nd. Yeah. And let's 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 keep this party going.
1: Yeah. So join us on the social. You can find us ovaries talk on Twitter, ovaries underscore talk on Insta. If these ovaries could talk on Facebook and you can also join our community there and you can talk to other listeners, which is always fun. You can also join our community on Patreon at patreon.com slash ovaries talk for bonus content. You can also now subscribe to us on YouTube to catch up on our ovaries talk live streams, which happen mm-hmm. every Wednesday and Friday at 2 p.m. on Facebook. Eastern, live. But if you Eastern it, time. Eastern time. Eastern Daylight Time. Oh, I can't with the right Eastern Daylight now. Time. Yeah, just learn that's a thing. My mom sent three more emails about how Eastern Daylight Time is a thing. Yeah. Anyway,
0: we're not getting involved in that.
1: But anyway, you can join the 10 folks over on YouTube. It's actually, by the way, there. when I
0: wrote this, I thought it was 10. It's actually eight. It's nine. It's eight.
1: Oh, it's eight? Yeah, it's still oh. sad. So eh, maybe
0: well. bring us up to 10 folks. Somebody follow us over there.
1: Or just join our Facebook Live at 2 p.m. because it's fun. Oh. And. We have a good time.
0: Thank you to our sponsor, NutraFall, for helping us make this show a possibility. Thanks so much. Now more than ever, thank you for being with us, Yeah, Guys, stay healthy, stay sane, stay away from everyone. Don't touch your face.
1: Don't touch your face, stay happy. Helen, stop touching your face. Helen, we are wrapping up. (laughs) Gosh, she's so bossy. Helen, go have a cigarette. (laughs) Eggs. Ovaries. Ow. If uh, these ovaries could talk, they would say
0: eggs, ovaries
1: out.